0: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Fye Podcast. I am Dr. Jose Saldivar, and I am returning to the podcast. It's been a while since I've uh, last hosted the podcast, um, but today's podcast is special. And today's podcast is special is because we are concluding um, one our second year of the podcast, so our second academic full academic year hosting. Um, the fye podcast so i'd like to, t- to take the opportunity to thank um, the university of texas rue grande valley our offices of student academic success and dr Jonica charlton and um um our evpa i believe dr lucelma canales with student success um, and the person who helped to uh, support Support us as we were getting off the ground. Uh, Doctor Kristen Croyle, who will be leaving the university um, and and moving on, um, but so there's that, right? That we've we're concluding two years running the FYE podcast, and then the uh, second thing that I I wanted to to talk about and why this is a special podcast is because that our our stu- I don't even want our work study, our work study, uh, Mr. Aaron Reyes will be graduating. And so Aaron has overseen the podcast for this last academic year. He joined us last year on a couple of podcasts as a guest. And this year did a wonderful job of manning the podcast. So he's been responsible for uploading the podcast, getting video and just making sure that everything got done and that the podcast continued to function as expected uh so aaron congratulations
1: it's our it's our project it's it's been fun
0: um so you um you have an interesting story a little bit yeah Yeah. um so tell us about your story tell us about college
1: Well, uh, so like I said, I'm graduating mm-hmm. in May. It's uh, I'm two weeks away from my date as of today, but uh, I started in 2013, which was a little while ago. Yeah, well, I don't want to count, but it was a little <laughs> while ago. Um, it's it's been a journey. I've I've been on the podcast before talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on SoundCloud and listen to the episode entitled "Losing," which was I mean it's fair, but it's yeah. it's it's not derogatory. I think it's just it was part of the process yeah so I started in 2013 and I I mean I'm coming off of like in high school I didn't try so hard Mm -hmm. I didn't really care about college until maybe like the second half of my junior year of high school which is a little late and it's it's hard to make things happen that you want that you really want to happen I wanted to go to Texas Mm A&M I did not get in um I got into UTPA, Mm -hmm. and um, I wasn't excited, you know, Uh, maybe there's just a different stigma about the university, but I I wasn't excited to be here, and I really slacked off. Uh, Within my first semester, I was put on academic probation, and -hmm. then the second one, academic suspension. Wow. Yeah.
0: And so with academic suspension, that means you have to take some time away from the university. Yeah. How much time did you take away? How much time were you away from the university?
1: I I think they the uh, suspension is a semester or I think it's a semester a semester yeah. before you can start again. I took two years away from the university. Wow. I didn't come back till I think fall twenty fifteen. Yeah.
0: And so, one I I I thought this was a good opportunity for one for you to reflect on your undergraduate experience. Um, for you to tell us about, you know, where you'd where you'd see yourself going, um, and um, and to share your experience and and maybe give some advice to students. I think, um, you know, as we conclude the year, the podcast is the first year experience podcast, and I'm sure there are a lot of students that are staring at if if they're already on probation that may be staring at suspension. I'm sure there are students that maybe didn't have the year that they'd hoped for. Um, and so given your experience, I think you have a lot of wisdom that you can share with them. So what advice would you give a student that is looking at, that is currently on probation, looking at probation, or even looking at possible suspension? All right. So
1: those many years ago, 2013 at this time, and I knew I wasn't going to be coming back for the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I was supposed to be scheduled with an advisor to meet to talk about my probation and what that meant I did not want to go that's part of the reason why it, it just kind con- of continued and I think uh, just at that point I was really apathetic I didn't care I wanted out but I didn't know what I was really going to do I didn't really have I, don't, I mean I didn't have a job I didn't have one lined up I didn't think I was going to get one but I just I just needed to get out mm-hmm. I, I think and I think what was really detr- detrimental about those two years, like I, I think I needed that to happen, but what really hurt was just being idle. Mm-hmm. So there's this idea like you're wasting light. You're not, you're not using your time efficiently or or with purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you're facing that barrel right now, you're looking down at suspension. You don't know what you're gonna do after the suspension, after the fall. What you gonna tell your parents? or what kind of job you're going to pick up or not. Um, figure out what you want to do. And as as long as you have something you're trying for, if you're trying to be better, if you're trying to do better, you're not wasting life. Like, you're, you're moving forward.
0: You took two years away from the university. Um... A lot of students I hear use the time they do some soul-searching, some of them work. Um, you said take the time, figure out what you want to do. What is it that, that got you back to the university?
1: I think what really helped um, was seeing my friends continue to progress in school. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, uh, this is my friends that I graduated high school with um, while I was doing essentially nothing. They were... Going off to their sophomore or junior year already, and it was exciting for them, and and I was excited to see them do so well, and continue. And they were like a year away from graduating, and I I was proud of them. Mm-hmm. I, I was a little envious, but not, not in any way that was like jealous. But it it was just like I want to be there too. Yeah. And it's it's being around those kind of people that really helped me, kind of lifted me up. I mean, we hung out mm-hmm. like. We, we started our own group outside of school and that helped me a lot too it's just being in an environment where people want to do better mm-hmm. and it, it, it kind of kicked, gave me the kick in the butt i needed just to see like all right like i need to do something and yeah i, I want to come back because i know i can do good here and no matter what my high school gpa says or <laughs> my ranking
0: did um I mean, it sounds like you had to separate a little bit, like, but it took you time to separate, I think, the... was For you, was there a perception or were there these expectations that this is the kind of student I was in high school? And you had, uh, did you have a hard time breaking away from those expectations? Like, did you... How would you describe yourself as a high school student?
1: Oh. I think I was lazy I was coasting mm-hmm. um, I got away with the bare minimum mm-hmm. and um, I, don't, I don't know if say I say I wasn't challenged because there was definitely times where I just I think I was challenged and I walked away from it but I think that that stemmed from in elementary doing really well and having my mother work at the school I was going to and then going into grade school and kind of Seeing this competition that didn't exist, not yeah. really. Like you have your high school rankings, but at the end of the day, you're you're working for yourself. Yeah. But I didn't see that. I saw kids that were as smart, smarter, and they were doing well, and they were working hard. And I think just somewhere along the way, I I I got caught up in it, mm-hmm. and I, th- I thought if I'm not competing, I'm not losing.
0: Mm. So I that's think, interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Make I mean, but it makes sense. Yeah, um, and so in college, you know, you're coming back, you you have a rough start, but you come back after two years. What was your mindset like coming back?
1: Oof. So I, I the the class I took, I only took one class when I came back, just because I needed to to show the university I was capable of. One coming back, passing my classes and being trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't getting any financial aid, so I could afford one class. And it was uh, the English thirteen hundred one class. I had, this was my third time taking it. The first two semesters didn't go great, but mm-hmm. I, I think, just I mean, I was so that there's a, all freshmen in that class. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm by credit, I'm a freshman as well. Yeah, but I felt, <laughs> like, I felt my age, even though I was it's only two years, but you just you feel it, right? Because you can just tell like when they're eighteen and nineteen. That they're excited and they're they're doing they're actually doing the work and it's like okay like it's 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 refreshing in a way that like I think before when I first came I wasn't paying attention to my classmates yeah and it, it, maybe that carried on from like high school right where I would just think I was doing my own thing right. but seeing them being excited and seeing them doing the work got me excited and it it, it helped me. It, the luxury of taking one class also gives you like you can get ahead really quick yeah you can focus on that solely, and i did and thankfully i did just to get in that mind space that like i'm doing something good i'm doing better than i yeah. was i'm bringing up my gpa drastically i'm learning something pedagogy i know how to say that word now because of that <laughs> class
0: <laughs> um besides learning how to say the word pedagogy and besides bringing up your gpa when you came back did you did you know or did you have a better sense of what it is that you wanted to study?
1: No. So I mean when I graduated high school, I uh, was really influenced by the Daily Show of John Stewart. Uh-huh. So, oh you know, political science, that's a natural course. Yeah. I came back, um, took that English course and it's still kind of political science, but for some reasons I jumped back and forth. Maybe I can study history. Mm-hmm. That's In the realm, and I was like, "Well, no, it's always been political science." And I, but when I eventually took that course, it wasn't really for me. Mm. I I saw what it was, and it just there were some things about it, but it wasn't everything. I took an economics course. There's really interesting, interesting things in there, but it's really math oriented. Yeah, and I mean, there's a signal to math, but I just know that like I enjoy that part of my brain, but I don't want to live in it. Took a psychology class and it was it was closed but it wasn't there. Yeah, and like I think, I had an idea of what I wanted. I think I was in the right college, the liberal arts. Mm-hmm. Like those were my people, but it was it was just taking enough like entry courses. Yeah, intro, intro to courses to finally end up in sociology. Intro to sociology, reading that first page of that textbook or it's saying. We're we're taking things from economics, from psychology, from archaeology, yeah, everything. It's like perfect. This is exactly where, where I need to be. So it's it took a little while. I think I, I went to the uh, student services to change my major maybe five times. Maybe wow. Before I landed on sociology. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I I think that's hopefully that that gives uh, your story gives students hope, right? One, so you take some time away and you think. Um, you know, you suggested when you take time away, whether it's forced or, or by choice, figure out what it is that you'd like to do. What you want, what you want to do. You didn't necessarily have that figured out, but you knew you wanted to go back to school. Yeah. Um, two. Um, even. Just, just enrolling. Just coming back, I think, seems like a huge step. And so for you, even though you didn't hadn't figured it out, you knew more or less where the areas that you wanted to study or that you were interested in. Mm-hmm. And so for our students or for our listeners out there, if you're stuck or you're, you're just still on the fence about your major not knowing what you want to do, and, and maybe that in itself has kind of contributed to your performance, your motivation or lack of motivation, um, or poor performance. Um, don't give up hope. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's important, as your example has illustrated, that that you are in school, that you are taking classes. but also that it sounds like you had a conversation with yourself about, I like this stuff. I like I don't like that stuff, right? You said economics was interesting, but it was very much math oriented and, and I love what you said you know, it was involved one side of the brain that you didn't want to live in, right? Um, And so I think we maybe we need to encourage our students to have more of those conversations with themselves. Um, So you come back, you're taking all of these classes. Um, You are currently, you'll be graduating with a degree in sociology, correct? Yeah. So how did we get to sociology again?
1: Uh, Just taking a roller coaster through all the liberal arts, I, I take in, I mean even Mexican American studies with mm-hmm. you I took I took um, uh, anthropology course which is really great but ultimately wasn't for me mm-hmm. um, I was just bouncing around these these similar social sciences yeah and it's there's something there but I just I think I wanted something not more general but more tailored yeah to just the bigger picture of it. So you, can, you can study politic, politics, or you can study history. Actually, this kind of funny. History, I I didn't want to do because I had a professor who told us if you wanted to study history, you have to get used to doing Chicago style essays, and Chicago style essays are not fun. <laughs> so I think I changed it that day. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: But it's like <laughs> that's that's valuable advice. If it, you, yeah, yeah. Like
1: you, you you figure out like what kind of work are you going to be doing? What like. Sociology is very research oriented. You're not going to be doing it a whole lot in your classes, but you'll get there eventually. And if you want to continue with sociology, that's what you're going to be doing yeah. research. So get used to reading. Um, be sure you can read the material for your major. Yeah. Like if if you have a hard time sitting through it, not just because it's dense, because all most textbooks are dense, but if you can't find that little piece of joy in it, right? Don't be headstrong about sticking through with it. Like explore your options.
0: Um, so you go from pro- academic probation, academic suspension. You'll be graduating this year, mm-hmm. this actually next week. Right, next week you'll be graduating. Yeah. Um, how's your GPA?
1: So when I was first on pro- um, suspension, I left with a 1.68. At the time, you needed a 1.7 to continue. Now mm-hmm. it's 2.0. Uh, Today, I think after some corrections that are going to be done, I should have a 3.65. That's pretty good. I think so,
0: too. Yeah. Um, So, what's next? (laughs)
1: Um, So, right now, I'm looking for a job, but ultimately, I want to come back to school. I want to go to grad school. I want to get my PhD.
0: In sociology? Okay. Yeah. And um, career-wise, what would you like to do? Oh,
1: I mean... I have ideas of what I like to do. I think I want to explore that more. Right now, I'm looking for a job that's related to to policymaking and informing policy. Mm-hmm. That's what's what a lot of what sociology can do. Um, something in research, a job at a university would be really cool. Mm-hmm. I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think it's, I'm open to what comes within the field.
0: Okay. Looking back on um, your time here. Your experiences. Um, how would you characterize that that experience?
1: I think um, it's it's just, it's gone up. You know, I, I think I started on myself really down mm-hmm. when I got here. Um, I remember my freshman year, there was a table of students that would sit at the Union. They were all from my high school. And we all kind of knew each other, but we were all familiar faces, so mm-hmm. it was just easy to sit down there, right? Yeah. And it was just kind of... It was a cop-out. It was a way not to meet new people. It was a way just to stay comfortable. And it was a way to talk about how we're not doing our, <laughs> our schoolwork. And I think ever since then, it's, it's not finding that comfortable spot right it's not finding a spot at the, at the union you sit at every day yeah it's it's going different places it's eating lunch with different people it's taking chances it's joining clubs going to meetings it's, it's just figuring that out it's it's seeing what's uncomfortable but fun
0: and you know if i'm um if i'm a reluctant student why should i do those things
1: out I'm, I think I, I'd say I'm pretty reluctant I ended up taking a position as president and I think I can, I was thinking about that earlier today I don't know why I took that position mm-hmm. I don't know why mm-hmm. I joined the club in the first place either mm-hmm. I think part of it was that I mean I, I enjoy writing and it's a creative writing club and I, I heard in my creative writing class I was thinking at the time that there's a club like oh I don't know what sparked my interest, but
0: <laughs>
1: you know, like you just if if you have instincts, I think you you, you follow them. Yeah, and if your instincts are on you to stay away from clubs for some reason, fight them. Try it. Mm-hmm. You just you, you just can't know how much it can benefit you, whether it's yeah. it's the friends you make or the connections you make further down the road. But I haven't heard of too many bad instances when people join clubs. Yeah, because it's just. Essentially, it's a room full of people who are ready to be your friends, and they're ready. They're, nice. They're just hanging out, waiting.
0: <laughs> any um. Any final words, for our audience, for our listeners out there, for first year students trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah. If if you're in similar shoes, I was in a few years ago. If you're better off, and hopefully you are, but if you're not, that's okay. If if you're wondering what what's the next three years or six years are gonna be like, I can't really tell you. I, for me, they were fun. They ended up being really fun. Like it, it could have been an experience where I did come that first year and I tried enough in, in mm-hmm. class, and you know maybe I passed my classes. Maybe I graduate early with a political science degree, but. I much prefer this path. I, yeah. think, I think about if I could have done it better, if I could have done it different, well, I wouldn't have met the people I know today. I wouldn't have had this job. Yeah, And I much prefer this timeline. Yeah. So I think... Um, just try. And if, if you're genuine and if you're hardworking, I don't see how you can't end up with good things happening.
0: Great. That's good advice. So, Aaron, thank you. Thank you. For our, for our listeners out there, uh, thank you for continuing to listen to us. Thank you for continuing to support us. Um, we plan on continuing with the First Year Experience podcast, unless I hear otherwise. I don't know. My boss hasn't said anything. <laughs> um, and uh, and we'll continue to have uh, student voices and fresh voices, fresh perspectives for the coming year. Uh, as always, you know, uh, listen to us check us out on SoundCloud check us out on, on iTunes and uh, please comment you know let us know you know your thoughts on the podcast if there are topics that you'd love us to cover let us know we'd um, we'd appreciate it and for our first year experience students or for any student that is struggling and your current academic situation your current personal situation has led you astray and you are off of the path that you we're hoping to make for yourself um cut a new path um, refocus try new things just because you are off off course doesn't mean you can't chart a new course for yourself and just as Aaron said if you continue to work and uh, good things will happen and um and we we believe that and so best of luck to you and um and keep in an, Keep an eye out for um, new episodes of the FYE podcast. Until then, uh, this is Dr. Jose Saldivar signing off, and I guess Aaron Reyes signing off, um, and um, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye.